How many people do you know who struggle with their health? Chances are, whether they show it or not, most of the people in your life do. And chances are, you're one of them. Whether you're dealing with anxiety, depression, endometriosis, acne, eczema, autoimmune, thyroid, Lyme, brain fog, fatigue, or any other symptom or condition, you're far from alone. Living with symptoms has become the new normal. So no more guessing games. It's time to get answers. Welcome to the Medical Medium Podcast. I'm Anthony William. Hey, everybody. We're talking about brain fog. This is something that should never be taken lightly because when it gets real bad, it's extremely heavy. Quick thinkers can't see or even imagine what it's like. It can become a struggle and even a fight just for someone to get through simple everyday life. Someone with brain fog should never be judged. Instead, what they really need is lots of love. Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Brain fog. Um, brain fog who? What? Brain fog who? You're brain fog? No, I'm not brain fog. You knocked and you said you were brain fog. Oh, sorry. I can't think. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Knock, knock. Brain fog, you already knocked. Knock, knock. Oh, okay, who's there? Fog brain. Oh my god, fog brain who? Fog brain? Fog brain who? Fog brain, are you still there? Huh, I better check on him. Fog brain? Fog brain, are you still there? Hey, fog brain, you stopped knocking. Where are you? Where are you? Huh? I'm brain fog, not fog brain. That's so funny. Do you have brain fog? There's a ship way out in the ocean, just floating, lost, stranded, and just hasn't come back to port yet. Is it coming back? When? Is it gone forever? It went out for a trip many years ago, never to return. It just floats and floats and floats out there. Is it ever going to come home? That's what one woman told me many years ago when she described the first day she got her brain fog. She was in tears. She felt so alone, and she truly believed that a part of her was gone, that a part of her had died. Brain fog can be devastating. It could even make you question yourself, question who you are as a person, as a human being. It can make you lose your confidence, confidence that matters for every day living for survival. It can get in the way of work, relationships, and everyday life. Brain fog needs to be taken seriously. We're all about answers here. What's an answer? Well, to start with, it's knowing the true cause of your brain fog. Doesn't that mean something? Doesn't that matter? Because without that, We're pissing in the wind. The sad part is conventional and alternative medicine and their science and research has peed all over itself with this one. They don't know the answer. Leaky gut's not an answer. Candida's not an answer. Microbiome's not an answer. Stress is not an answer. Diet's not an answer. Sure, If you have a mild form of brain fog and you throw away processed foods, play guessing games with supplementation, reduce your stress, in some cases, you can see improvements. But you know where the line is drawn? When you got it bad. 
bad, bad brain fog, real bad brain fog, and real bad brain fog, you can't touch. A hundred doctors and a hundred dietitians and a hundred more nutritionists all piled on top of each other in a big mountain with a big mountain of supplements and dietary plans can't touch that, especially with real bad brain fog when you're older and not 20 years old. Mild brain fog when you're 20 years old will come and go. For most, you can play those guessing games. What guessing games do I speak of? Uh, it's in your gut. Maybe it's your hormones. Maybe they're off. Maybe you're too stressed out. This guessing game list can go on and on and on. We can play this game all day long. Let's try it, okay? You throw one at me, I throw one back at you. You throw, you need fiber at me. I'll throw, you need probiotics at you. Uh, you throw neem oil at me. I'll throw collagen at you. Um, you throw kombucha tea at me. I'll throw fish oil at you. Uh, you throw oil pulling at me. I'll throw apple cider vinegar at you. You know, guessing games, trying to figure out what will work for you. Here's a guess over here. Oh, ooh, ooh, there's a guess way over here. Check this one out. Hey, look up there, you guys. There's a guess up there. Oh, down there, there's a guess. Wait a minute. Oh, there's a new guess, a new one, a new one. I hear this a lot out there these days from people who aren't that sick or just not that sick yet. Have you heard this before? Oh, yeah, I tried that. It doesn't work for everyone. I tried that for a week. I didn't have a good experience, but everybody's different, and that's your experience, and maybe it'll work for you. But if it feels good to you, try it. Everybody has to figure out what works for them. This is working for me right now, but do what works for you. Go, go, try it. I'm watching this person on YouTube, and, oh, they feel a certain way with this. Oh, wait a minute. You're telling me what I'm wanting to do is a bad thing to do, and it didn't work for them. Huh. Wait a minute. That's an old video. That's two years ago. What was the current video here? Uh, oh, they're much sicker. And they're not doing that anymore. What worked for them? And wait a minute. They're doing something different. And they're swearing by it. Uh, there's a link below, though. Hmm. If you follow people long enough on their journey out there, you see they jumped from one guest trend to another guest trend, trying different things. While their health issues ebb and flow, from okay to bad, back to okay to bad again, but yet not really knowing if what they were doing or trying this whole time was really helping or really working for them or not. And even if they found something that was helping in some way, they may not even know because they quickly get confused and move on to the next thing, the next guessing game. And if they're on social media and you could look back at their videos, their old videos, it's like the same old mistakes over and over again. What they said was working for them two, three years ago really wasn't in the end. And now they're doing something different that's not working for them, it turns out. It's really hard in the guessing game world. You get your first symptom and you look for answers from people you can relate to. Same age group, same likes and dislikes. Meanwhile, everyone is looking for answers from someone else who's looking for answers. It's like looking for an answer from someone who's looking for an answer from someone else who's looking for an answer. And do I dare say, yes, you guessed it, from somebody else who's looking for an answer. And it's like a chain of people looking for answers. And the links in the chain break all the time when the guessing games fall apart the wheels keep on spinning. The path and journey is not easy for someone with brain fog. Are you living with it? Anyone with brain fog needs a chance to heal. So let's talk about the struggle. What kind of brain fog do you have? Is it just in the morning or all day? Let's talk like mild brain fog. You wake up in the morning, you feel like you're not all there, you might be someone that needs coffee or matcha tea or maybe a caffeine drink to try to shake you out of it or manage it. A lot of people do that for years until that doesn't work anymore. Are you tired and spacey first thing in the morning? 
you can think sharply or maybe you can't think sharply? Does it go on all day long? Are you someone where the brain fog stops at night and you start thinking clear and you come back to life? And then there's the struggle with talking to people, having a conversation, having a hard time communicating. You can think the thoughts, but what comes out of your mouth is not what you wanted. You're with a friend in the moment and you're thinking in your head that I really like this recipe, pasta with diced tomatoes, basil, lemon, and olive oil. And as you tell your friend what you're thinking, it comes out like this, all twisted up and distorted. That recipe, um, the one with basil and the lime, I mean lemon and tomato sauce, darn it, I mean diced tomato, I really like it. And then you break out in a sweat and feel insecure. And then you try to tell your friend again exactly what you're thinking inside your head about this recipe dish, which is, I can't wait to make it for you. But what comes out is, can I make it? And you leave out the I can't and for you before you get a chance of fixing it. Your friend is already throwing back at you a convo of a lot of words and you go quiet, not able to take in certain parts of what your friend is saying, not able to process it fast enough. And as you're trying to keep up and listen, you lost the vibe and the attention from your friend of what you were trying to say originally. And if you don't have a good relationship with this friend, you can lose confidence fast. And afterwards, even hours later, you can be upset that you couldn't get your thoughts out right. And it ends up swimming around in your mind for the rest of the night. As you wish, you could fix what you said. It can happen repeatedly when you talk to somebody. You miss half of what they're saying. Or if you hear what they're saying, you can't get your words out fast enough to respond. And then you feel insecure about what you said and how you responded. Here's another form of brain fog. There are some parts of the day people feel sharp. Other parts of the day you can feel easily confused and overwhelmed. It's either one way or the other. It's either here or there or there or here. And it's easy to be overstimulated too. Mild brain fog could also be where you feel confused all day long, irritable, overwhelmed, or even tired with fatigue. Or you're just relatively fine until you have to deal with something stressful and then it all falls apart. Crap hits the fan and you can't read or concentrate. Or if you have to solve a problem on the phone, it goes kind of like this. Uh... Hello, phone company. I paid my bill. Uh, what? Um, what's my password? An account number? Uh, just ho hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. And it's really difficult, a basic task. And then there's brain fog that hits when you're around people you don't want to be around, like certain family members or certain friends. Has that ever happened to you? And they drain the life out of you. And your brain fog escalates. Focus and concentration, you short circuit, you get fuzzy in the head, you get almost even dizzy and tired. By the end of the day, you're fried. Maybe your friend is extra needy or talks to you but doesn't listen to you when you talk. Or a family member that doesn't know how you're really struggling with your symptoms of brain fog and they tell you, see a doctor. Why don't you go see a doctor? Meanwhile, you already saw a doctor. You saw two doctors. You can also be somebody who feels like there's a haze over your eyes or forehead, a sensation of something blocking your face or even blocking it in a way you can't see, but yet you can see. You can have brain fog for a couple of hours and then it's not so bad. It's intermittent. You can have it for a couple of hours again and then it's not so bad again, but yet it's still mildly there no matter what. Some people, and maybe you're one of them, feel like their head's underwater, or feel like your head is stuffed with cotton, or feel like they have pressure on their brain. You can even feel like you have something inside your head hurting your brain, and thinking, hey, what is this? Something hurts inside my head, and anything that aggravates it could make it worse, and you can even get a headache from it. And if you're pushed too far, you short circuit and even shut down and it takes you a long time to recover or rebound from short-circuiting. And you have to walk away from whatever you're doing. Like, 
say you're on the computer and you're working on something and you just short circuit and have to stop. You might be someone that has no trouble seeing with your eyes, but yet you feel like you're not really seeing anything. You just stare off in the distance. You're just staring off. Or you just don't see what's in front of you, even though you kind of can. Or you feel a moment of disconnection, depersonalization occurring, where you're disconnected from yourself, that kind of feeling, and don't even feel like you exist. Or you feel like you're out of body when you have really, really bad brain fog instead, but you're disconnected from even thinking you have bad brain fog, like you're not even in touch with it anymore. And that's when it's really difficult too. And then there's people who feel like they have to apologize all the time. Like they have to say they're sorry and I didn't mean to do that. And I'm sorry I said that. And that's not what I meant to say. And they're always apologizing. And no one realizes how hard they're really struggling and how difficult that really is. Does that happen to you? Some people have it so hard, they can't even get one task done or focus on anything. It's so painful. They just curl up in their bed and they want to give up. And then there's the brain fog where your thoughts are all jumbled up. You can't even organize them. Did anyone ever ask you a question and you needed them to repeat it? You would have to ask them to repeat it over and over again. It's really difficult. For some people, their brain fog is so bad, their thoughts never match their words. I was thinking blue, but orange came out. It doesn't even match them sometimes. Are you somebody that can't handle music, like anything loud, where noise gets amplified and it hurts your head, it hurts your ears? It's like, hey, please turn that down. I'm getting dizzy over here. I'm getting a head pain. I've seen people have it where they constantly feel like they're missing out on something. It's always in the back of their mind. They can't place what it is, but they know it's there. They're missing out somehow, or it feels like it's there. People get accused of procrastinating, not getting anything done, daydreaming, drifting away, and even being lazy. I think that's a really hard one for a lot of people because people with brain fog are some of the hardest working people I've ever seen out there. And that's what's really sad about it all. They have a lot of jobs. They work hard. They push themselves to the limit while they're suffering with their brain fog. I've seen this over the years all the time. Brain fog can be so difficult, sometimes you can forget the last thing you said or can't even remember the last thing someone else said. I've seen brain fog bring people to their knees, bring them to tears, and it could come with depression, sadness, and even PTSD. And why PTSD? Because brain fog can be a brain screw. It's so unpredictable. For many, one minute you have it, one minute you don't. One minute it's bad, one minute it's good enough. One minute it seems okay, then one minute it's not. And one minute it seems all right. Maybe not all right tomorrow, maybe not so bad today. It's awful. Yesterday, my brain fog was not so bad. Today, it's terrible. What? How's my brain fog? Not good today. Well, yesterday it was better. It's endless. And it's always unpredictable. You can't trust it. And doctors know nothing about it. And it's so hard to live with. It can make someone so upset. And it's so hard to put up with it. People around you don't even understand the brain fog term or what it's like. They may think it's like a hangover they had one time. The term brain fog itself doesn't make sense to them. Uh, are you tired or something? Uh, no, you're not. You're not tired? Uh... Did you sleep last night? Why you like this? What do you mean brain fog? What is that? Are you just sleepy? Uh, okay, you just better get some rest. But they don't understand that rest doesn't fix it. It's just not like one, two, three, it's fixed. Just with a little rest. But meanwhile, they're like, did you sleep last night? Are you just tired? Did something happen to you? What's wrong with you, man? Are you okay? It's like, dude, I got brain fog. I'm suffering and I'm struggling. What? What is that? Uh, is there something I can do? A glass of wine will help? Well, something else? Do you need a cup of coffee? It's really hard to get some of the friends to really understand out there. Brain fog can make you feel like unintelligent all the time, but you're not. You're highly intelligent. You're super smart. 
you're a good person, and you have to remember that. Do not forget that ever, no matter what you're up against with your brain fog, no matter how you're feeling, do not forget that. You can be easily misunderstood. Don't let that take you down. You can be strong through your brain fog, because I know you already are. Look, it makes it so we put up our guard and go into defense mode. And this isn't your fault. You can get triggered easy and frustrated and even angry at yourself and others, rightfully so, because everything you do takes a lot of thought and energy. And others don't understand this. They just don't understand how hard it is for you. The hardest part about battling brain fog is when you have a lot of symptoms with it, like anxiety, depression, body pain, bloating, acne, tinnitus, tingles and numbness, eye floaters, fatigue. That's just a few things I'm throwing out there. You can have a condition like Lyme, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, fibroids, PCOS, eczema, psoriasis, combined with brain fog. It makes it even harder. So what's really causing brain fog? Is it what conventional medicine believes, which is nothing, cause unknown? Or is it what alternative medicine believes? Leaky gut, microbiome, candida, adrenal fatigue, thyroid, hormones, or gluten? And if your brain fog is accompanied with a label of any kind, like brain fog with lupus, brain fog with fibro, brain fog with Lyme, RA, or Hashimoto's, then it gets packaged as autoimmune. And if your brain fog doesn't get better from all the guessing games, once again, it gets packaged up into autoimmune with a diagnosis or label, or you created it with your own thoughts. People with brain fog get told they just need to master their mind. Someone might tell you that your brain confusion and your sleepy head and the days that you're in is because you need to master your thoughts. But these are not real answers. And leaky gut doesn't fly. I'll tell you why. If someone had leaky gut, they would be in the hospital with 104 temperature and sick with sepsis. If you have a perforation in your lining of your intestinal tract, reaching to the outside of your intestinal tract into your bloodstream, you're going to be real sick. Like, real sick. You might be saying, that's not what leaky gut is. It's not a hole in your lining. Check this out. People with diverticulitis, diverticulosis, where there almost is a hole going through their intestinal lining, may not have brain fog. I've known a lot of them. Meanwhile, they're the closest you can get to true leaky gut because they practically have a hole to the other side of their intestinal lining. I've known people with bleeding ulcers where it's almost going through the other side of the lining and they got no brain fog. Why is that? It's like a head scratcher for me. There are people walking around with intestinal tracts filled with the worst stuff too, like without ulcers and without diverticulitis, but their intestinal tracts are filled with fungus, loads of yeast, mold, five different kinds of yeast, bad bacteria, rotting protein attached to the linings, rancid fats that are there for 20 years, caked and baked onto the linings, putrefied gunk stuffed in pockets of the intestinal tract, stuffed in pockets in the colon. Nothing good ever goes in their gut. Fast foods, processed foods, alcohol, all gets dumped in there. Gastronomic abominations just get dumped down in there. And nothing good goes out of their gut either into the toilet. But the funny thing is, they could have scar tissue in their gut, adhesions everywhere inside their gut. Their linings are all destroyed and kind of messed up. They're filled with all kinds of different bugs and things and microorganisms that aren't good. Maybe even having tiny ulcers in different areas. And they're sharp as a tack. They can think fast. They can work hard. They can play tennis. They can wash it down with some champagne and a big chocolate cake. Yeah, they may get a heart attack. Sure, that could happen and probably will. But yeah, they might get an embolism somewhere or aneurysm somewhere or kidney failure, but sharp as a freaking tack. <laughs> and they're not struggling with brain fog. That's what's crazy. 
There's people with the worst health out there and still don't have brain fog. And they're spot on, in the pocket, got it down. They can think. They got clarity. And they can beat you in poker or scrabble while they're laying in their hospital bed dying and on heavy meds. I've seen that happen out there. And the reason is because it had nothing to do with their gut or health balance or candida or microbiome or microflora, nothing to do with good microorganisms, nothing to do with the lymphatic system, nothing to do with needing probiotics, fish oil, collagen, protein. Sure, we want our guts to be clean and to do it right. But like I said, there are lots of people out there with the worst guts in the worst gut conditions, including ulcers everywhere, and they're sharp as a tack. I know this one guy, he has multiple bleeding ulcers, and he has clarity with no brain fog. He can outwit you like one, two, three. I've seen him do it. I've seen him outwit people, and it's like, what? Guy is so on. He's so sharp. Look, you can indirectly improve your brain fog through guessing games by accident. See a practitioner, get off of processed foods, try some different supplements, start exercising, get some better sleep, get off gluten, get off dairy. And if your brain fog was mild, you can get some results. And maybe if your brain fog was more than mild, you can get some results through hit and miss. But when the brain fog gets real bad, those aren't answers. And you'll end up on the merry-go-round like millions do. There are true causes to why you have brain fog. These true causes are responsible for someone's symptoms, like can't get your words out, can't put words together, can't think with ease, feel out of it, thoughts get all jumbled, memory starts to go, you get fuzzy-headed, in a daze, tired and groggy but yet sleeping fine, and many symptoms I already covered. When people have the real bad brain fog, they got some bugs going on. And I know a lot of people don't want to know that. It's like scary sounding, but low-grade viral infections, just let's be straight out, everybody on planet Earth has bugs in them. And viruses are one of those bugs, one of those varieties anyway. They got Epstein-Barr, they got cytomegalovirus, simplex one or two, you know, the cold sore, you know that little cold sore everybody gets? It's like, oh, it's just a fever blister. It's what it is. It's simplex one. HHV6, that's another one. And we walk around with multiple varieties and we then pass them around. It's just naturally done on planet Earth. And Epstein-Barr has over 60 varieties. So you could have one or two or three varieties of that. And guess what? Most people do. And these bugs can kind of get away from us and kind of have a party get a little crazy, they do a little dance, they're going, they're going a little nuts, and next thing you know, it's like, well, my head's a little foggy, and I don't feel so good, and I got a little fatigue with this one, and I'm going to my other doctor, and I'm getting checked out and doing some blood work, and they say, I got deficiencies, and I'm protein deficient, and maybe I need to stop this or do this, but yet my brain fog's still there, I'm taking some supplements, but what's happening is there's a party going on in there, that's what's happening. And it's different kinds of bugs. And they can get kind of out of control. And we got to stop them. And here's another thing too. Toxic heavy metals. A lot of people walking around with those. They got mercury in them. They got lead. They got arsenic. They got aluminum. They got copper, cadmium, nickel. I don't know. Even some more. I have a friend. And he's got bad brain fog. He really does. He came to me for help. And I said, you got metals. And he said, what? What do you mean I got metals? What are you talking about? I said, toxic heavy metals. I said, that's what you got. It, it's all right. And he was like, wait a minute. That's scary. Like, I got metal in my head, and that's why I'm thinking all fuzzy, and I can't think, and I'm all short-circuiting, and I feel like my wires are off, and I feel like screws are falling out of my head, and everything else he was saying. I said, just take it easy. It's okay. We'll get the toxic heavy metals out. He said, oh, no, I got to do the smoothies and stuff because I don't want to do smoothies. I said, no, listen, it's going to be okay, but we got to get the metals out. And then there's triggers, triggers that can aggravate an already existing condition. And triggers are so annoying because they're not even causing the bad brain fog itself. They're not even the cause. 
They're triggering it instead. So it's not like, hey, the trigger is the problem and we're all set. No, we have this other problem and a trigger. It's like now we have to get in control of all of it. First of all, a trigger can feed the viruses or adding to the stress on the brain and body and immune system. Like, check this out. These triggers can range from gluten, dairy, stress, creating adrenaline, because that's what stress does. It causes adrenaline surges, mold, chemical fragrances, scented candles, air fresheners, colognes, perfume, cleaning supplies, fabric softeners, MSG. Yeah, everybody has MSG in their diet without even knowing it practically. Aspartame, it's another one too. But all of these are triggers and there's more. The problem with triggers is they're really tricky. It's like gluten, take it away. Brain fog might feel a little bit better one day, right? But what's the tricky part about this? Bring the gluten back in and boom, brain fog's back. But wait, someone else can eat gluten. They don't got brain fog. They can eat anything they want. Why are you being triggered? And it's really not the cause. That's the real head screw about it all. But what the gluten is really doing is it's feeding the cause. So it's actually feeding the cause, which is the bugs that are creating the brain fog. And you can be off gluten and still have your brain fog. Eventually that happens to people. Wait, I was, uh, I was off gluten and my brain fog was better for a while and I got this great doctor and the doctor told me no gluten, no this, no sugar, no salt, no sugar, no whatever. And now my brain fog's back but it was gone for a month. I don't understand what's going on. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I don't know. And what they don't get is because, hey, there's other problems that are deep down inside that can get triggered by something else or just exist on its own. So what's the secret? Like, what is the secret to this brain fog? Well, viruses, metals, and then a whole bunch of triggers. The triggers aren't the causes. They're the instigators. They tack on to everything. There's salt in the wound, but not the true cause. That's why people go crazy. They'll be like, wait a minute, what's triggering me? What is it? I had this one food. Oh, I had a piece of fruit. Uh, I had this piece of fruit. Wait, no, I had gluten last week. Um, well, Is it the yogurt I'm eating? No, yogurt's healthy. It's got the probiotics in it. Uh, what is it? Is it, um, is it, I don't know. And the next thing you know it, things could get really out of hand, like, out of control and you're like, should I do like a carnivore diet where I'm eating just nothing but meat and should I do raw chicken? Wait, raw chicken's a bad idea, right? Okay, uh, and next thing you know it, you're just lost and it's no place to be. I'd rather know what's wrong and not fishing all the time and hoping you hook something that works for a moment. So viruses and toxic heavy metals cause the real bad brain fog. Those are the causes. You can have one or the other or both. The Epstein-Barr virus causes the most brain fog issues. That's the one right there. The ones that don't go away, where the brain fog is there, then you got the fatigue with it, and then you got the anxiety with it, and the depression, aches and pains, or just really bad brain fog on its own, and it's not going anywhere. And viruses, like Epstein-Barr, love to feed on triggers, gluten, eggs, milk, cheese, butter. They love the feed off of it and then poop it out. Then when it poops it out, that's neurotoxins. That's when something comes out of that virus that's highly allergenic to your nerves. And guess what? Your brain is the main nerve central. That's it, central nervous system. And all those neurotoxins that get pooped out after the virus fed off of triggers goes up to the brain, saturates it, and gets tangled up in all those nerves. Your brain is one big nerve filled with neurons. That's what it is, basically. Your brain is filled with all these neurons, and they're highly sensitive to something. They're highly sensitive to viral bug poop, which I termed viral neurotoxins many years ago. And all our neurotransmitters tend to short-circuit and become weakened by these neurotoxins. And the favorite food of Epstein-Barr virus is toxic heavy metals. So if you got some mercury in there, 
some aluminum, any other metal, especially mercury. The Epstein-Barr virus gobbles it up, gobble, 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 feeds on it, and then poops, and just it all comes out of it. And that toxic stuff saturates the neurons, the neurotransmitters, and boop, short circuit, brain fog. There it is right there. Viruses camp out inside our livers. That's where the party goes on right there because the metals are in there. Other things too that viruses love to feed on like eggs, they suck into the liver, they sit in there and then the bugs eat the eggs too and poop out some stuff as well. But that's where everything's happened inside the liver. And then when those neurotoxins all come out of the viruses inside the liver, they hit the bloodstream and they boom, head up to the brain and that's what happens. Now let's talk about toxic heavy metals. You can have toxic heavy metals like mercury and aluminum and no viruses. And then that mercury and aluminum oxidizes inside the brain. And that oxidation rusts and breaks down and it turns into byproduct saturating other neurons. And then you have a different kind of brain fog, but it's still brain fog and it could be really bad. Everyone has some level of toxic heavy metal in their brain or in their body or in their liver. They have them there. And the problem is when you get older, that oxidation, that rust, that byproduct that's leaching out of the metals or off the metals onto adjacent tissue gets us in trouble. And then our memory starts going. We start getting more problems. Our brain fog gets worse. It's corrosion. It starts to spread into other tissue in the brain, worsening brain fog as the years go by, usually impairing the memory, like I said. What adds to this, which no one will tell you because they don't know, caffeine. And if you have the chance, check out the coffee, matcha tea, chocolate episode. You just have to, your mind will be blown about it. But caffeine worsens the condition over time. I know we got to use it for brain fog because I know so many people that have had brain fog before they really addressed the true cause and got it better. I know they had to lean on caffeine. They had to, to function. And I don't, I don't harp on anybody who has to do that. I support them if that's what you need to do. But it's a catch-22 and we pay the price later with worse brain fog. The caffeine is like a vampire. It milks your adrenals and sucks all that adrenaline out of them. It jacks them up. It puts them in fight or flight. And then that corrosive adrenaline over time weakens neurotransmitters. See? But if you had some serious health issues and if they were a knife in your back, the caffeine would twist it. Now let's get rid of your brain fog. It's going to take a few things. There's no one guaranteed magic little pill, but you can heal, reverse, and rid your brain fog. You don't have to live this way, whether it's mild, from emotional triggers to metals to viruses. We can do something about that. How do we do it? So the first thing is getting the metals out. That's the first thing, okay? How do we do that? We don't use Corella. That's how. That's number one. Because you might be like, okay, get online here. Let me see. What do we got here? Oh, metals. Oh, I'm on here. Social media. Wait, I'm on here. Uh, The internet. Getting metals out. You get Corella. um, Use this. Use that. Use charcoal. Use this. Use that. And then you make a big mistake. Corella and charcoal just never worked. It never did. Never will. Never will in the future. Never has. Never does. And can't. (laughs) He can't take metals out. It picks them up. It drops them. If it even picks them up, if it picks up a little bit, it's going to drop them. And it's going to drop them somewhere else in your brain. And then you get worse. And you're like, well, what was it? It wasn't the Corella because everybody says that works. Um, Was it the piece of fruit I ate? And then next thing you know, you're then lost again. So let's talk about what does work. Spirulina, that works. Barley grass juice powder. That works. Wild blueberries. That works. Cilantro. That works. And Atlantic dolls. That works. Now, I said wild blueberries, not cultivated blueberries. Those don't work. Wild blueberries do. I said barley grass juice powder, not barley grass powder, because barley grass powder doesn't work. 
The details matter. It makes every difference. Now you need the combination of all of these together to be the most effective. But yes, you can consume these without it being all together and they're still helpful. Like you can have cilantro on its own with maybe wild blueberries, but for deep metals in the brain and for better results, it's best to have the combination at least three out of the five in case you don't have one or two of these tools. Now, the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie has already helped countless lives reverse dozens of conditions related to metals. Brain fog is one of them. And even if you don't address any viruses, you can still improve with just working on the metals. Take baby steps if you need to, because you're taking the food away from the viruses, which is the metals. Viruses love metals. It equals brain fog. How did you get your toxic heavy metals? Everybody has metals. Tap water in the restaurants, tap water in general, coffee shops, water. You can just get metals in water. Fish, eating fish, aluminum cans, foil, fungicides, pesticides, herbicides, pharmaceuticals. The list goes on forever. When you remove those metals, they can't oxidize anymore. No more brain fog because that oxidation leaches into the brain tissue. It's byproduct rusting off the metal. So getting rid of the metals means you're getting home free, getting away from that brain fog. Now, if you have severe brain fog, which can accompany fatigue, anxiety, or other conditions, then let's work on killing off the viruses, which can create so many different conditions. Do you have fibro with your brain fog? That's Epstein-Barr. Do you have eye floaters, tinnitus, fatigue, anxiety, tingles and numbness, all this with your brain fog, chronic fatigue, or just plain old fatigue? It's all viral. Are you eating eggs, dairy products, gluten? If you are, I'd consider avoiding them if possible. They feed the viruses that are responsible for your thyroid problems, your fibro, your lupus, your eczema, psoriasis, your RA, your MS. Those foods keep the viruses alive and keep the brain fog around. Another tool is celery juice, herbal medicine. If you're new here and heard of celery juice, it originated here. If you take celery juice seriously, and you do the 16 to 32 ounces every morning on an empty stomach and don't mix anything in it, it moves the needle with brain fog. Celery juice is the only complete electrolyte. It matters. See, we're always looking for electrolytes with every food you eat. You're always trying to get a little electrolyte here, one here, one there. Every little food you eat, you're trying to grab one, trying to get an electrolyte somewhere. Every beverage, trying to get an electrolyte somewhere. But this... This is about getting them all in one shot right to the brain. It's the best weapon against brain fog. Celery juice is antiviral, restores neurons, neurotransmitters, helps loosen up toxic heavy metals, helps to destroy and weaken and break down viruses. And if you're sensitive, start small, four ounces, six ounces, work your way up to 16 ounces, eventually to 32 ounces. Same with the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie. Start small if you need to. Work your way up. Some other key tools, specific supplements for support. Also the best chance of managing the symptoms and supporting the brain and nervous system for quicker recovery. Magnesium glycinate for the neurotransmitters. It's important. B12, another one there. GABA, it's another one there too. Everybody's always asking me what the best supplements are out there. Which ones do I use? So I set up a directory at medicalmedium.com so that people can get the best stuff, the safest stuff, and the cleanest stuff out there. Because quality matters when it comes down to your healing. Because if you're using something that's not potent enough or clean enough or pure enough, and you're using it to try to heal, and you're not getting the results you need, then we end up getting lost again. But one way to heal is using foods. Here's another key tool, lowering your fats. Now, I know everybody talks about healthy fats and how good they are and the different diets out there, but this is a little different than that. This is about lowering them, your chicken, your avocado, your nut butters, your oils, animal products, and removing them from your morning routine. That's another great way to heal because fats thicken the blood. What's the goal? 
The goal is to get the metals out of your organs, which then means they end up in your bloodstream, which then means then we have to get them out of your body. Well, if the fats are in the bloodstream, keeping it all thick, it's hard to get the metals out of the bloodstream. They get tangled back in with the fat and end up back into the organs. And then the metals stay trapped in the brain and then oxidize as the years go by and we never give our bodies a chance to get rid of them because we're eating the fats every day. So it's good to take a break maybe in the morning. So you don't do the fats in the morning and we talk about some other options. But the same goes with the viruses. How do you get the viruses out of the body? How do you get the dead viruses out of the body that you're going to kill off? How do you get the neurotoxins from the viruses out of the bloodstream and the body? Well, if there's too many fats in your blood, and it's always like that every day, we can't get those out either. Your brain needs two critical elements to function, two critical things to function. One is electrolytes. We cover that with the celery juice. The other, glucose, sugar. It's imperative, especially if you're dealing with brain fog, bringing in fruit and not falling into fruit fear. It's a next critical tool. It's important to learn how to use this healing tool correctly. Make it a habit of snacking on fruit throughout the morning. Fruit smoothies are ideal. Or just bring in the frozen wild blueberries and the bananas. Bring in apples throughout the afternoon and even grapes. Glucose is how your brain can even think. And with brain fog, you see how important that is? Every nerve cell inside your brain needs sugar or it won't work. Blood sugar, not blood fat, blood sugar. Your brain is electric electricity, electrical impulses. It needs sugar in order to activate and travel, meaning conceiving a thought is impossible without glucose. And people with brain fog are notorious for not eating fruit because they're told not to, as if that's causing the problem. Here's another medical medium healing tool, kale stem ginger honey elixir. Kale stems, medicine I've been telling people about for 35 years. You chop up kale stems, four to six kale stems, add a teaspoon of freshly grated ginger, two teaspoons of honey, and a squeeze of lemon. Pour two cups of hot water and let it steep and sip it. It's a fast blood purifier. It only lasts for like an hour, but it can give quick relief for brain fog most of the time. I've seen it get people out of jams while they're working on their healing. And there's some foods you can bring in too. Parsley, sage, onions, kiwis, tangerines, lettuces, such as butterleaf lettuce, really important for keeping a balance while you're trying to get rid of all these toxins from metals and viruses out of the bloodstream. If you want to win the brain fog war, you have to know the true cause. And you have to know what to do what weapons to take to battle, and how to use those weapons. That's how you reverse your brain fog. Remember this. You're not the cause of your brain fog. It's not your fault. You're a good person. And now you're on the path of putting brain fog behind you. Knock, knock. Who's there? You're not lost. You're not confused. You're not any less than. You're more than. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. You're better than what they believe is true. Just because they feel fine, they think they know it all. Sometimes that may be true, but this time they're wrong about you. Because after all, you're the one who knows more when it comes to you. You're the one that's right after all. When you look around you, it's hard for you to see for now. Your mind moves at a different time than everyone else. Sometimes your words feel like they don't come out, but that's not how it's always going to be. Try to remember the days before in the past when you were free. You're heading back to that place and soon to be in a better state. You're going to rise above this fog and start with a brand new slate. 
peace of mind is on your side and can't be taken from you this time. And try to remember that peace of mind has always been in you and that's where it resides. When you recover from this moment in life, there won't be a need to apologize twice. Save those sorries for a rainy day. From here on out, it's not going to be a word you ever have to say. I know it's hard to think. Someone else has been there before. They found out how to turn their lives around and their problem was no more. This eclipse in life did not get the best of you. Although sometimes you feel it will break the last link in you. Listen to the birds as they fly by. They know who you are. Just listen to them sing. They fly above the mist and above the clouds and they know you will too. The air is clear up there and in your mind you'll clear the air and be able to sing too. I know how it works. Every time you reached out for help, the white coat doesn't understand your pain. They think your disorder has quirks, but that's okay for now. Science and research always thinks the worst. Sometimes in your head, there's a lot of chatter. Not to worry though, it's a high intelligence factor. You gained more wisdom within the time of being sick than the previous ladder. You're even smarter than that. You're now climbing the healing ladder. Keep this one thing inside your heart so you never give up on yourself. Your heart knows how wise you are. Your heart knows who you are. You have everything it takes. You can do this part. You can rise out of the ashes. See, I believe in you. And I know you can heal. As you guys know, I'm not a doctor. Any information you learned here, feel free to take to your doctor or healthcare provider. If you found this show helpful and informative, feel free to share it with someone in need of the information. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Medical Medium. And for more information on healing, please visit medicalmedium.com. Thank you so much for listening.